welcome to the Ever After Podcast. We are here to discuss how to go from dating to happily ever after God's way. We are your hosts, Allie and Seth. Thanks for joining us again and some of our more loyal listeners will know that, uh, you know, we've had a little bit of a break since the last episode. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try and keep a little bit more consistency, but we did have a little nice break. That's been helpful for us. Yeah, we're kind of in the midst of remodeling. Um, yeah, our new house. Our new so house. It's just been so, a little crazy over here. It's been a little crazy. So um, thanks for bearing with us. And yeah, let's get ready. So today, what are we going to talk about, baby? We're going to take it back, like throw it back to when we first started dating. Mm-hmm. Um, we dated long distance for mm-hmm. some time. I think we probably talked about this in like the first episode, mm-hmm. just maybe like briefly. So, um, and we know a bunch of people who, uh, you know, it, after college or, you know, even during college kind of get into this um, like long distance dating um, uh, adventure, maybe be mm-hmm. a good word for it. Mm-hmm. So, and with that comes like tons of questions. Um, a lot of people even consider like, hey, I really like this person, but, you know, if we were, were to date, it'd be long distance. Am I really ready for that? Am I interested mm-hmm. in that? So, mm-hmm. um, so today we're going to talk about long distance dating, long distance relationships. Tips. Um, yeah. Long distance dating. Tips. Mm-hmm. And I think too, you know, life has a funny way of um, like producing, um, I don't know, it can be a roller coaster. And so we've even known friends who, you know, for whatever reason uh, are transitioning in their lives and, you know, they're almost doing like long distance married life for a little bit. Um, that's, that's even a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, at least that stinks, but it does, it does happen. Yeah. But yeah, it does happen and it can happen for good reasons and still not be like the ideal situation. Um, but I think again, even going back to like dating, um, dating long distance, I will never say is the ideal situation. No. But if it's the right person, it's never not going to be worth it. Mm. So we wanted to talk about long distance dating tips. Yeah. So I hope you're all ready. You know, I hope you're uh, traveling long distance right now to see, you know, you're the person you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super but unscripted if you, beginning. If you did, if you were, be a good time to listen to a podcast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and if you know anybody who is like kind of in a long distance relationship That's or like really considering it, like they yeah. know this one guy or girl they're pretty interested in, but not sure they're ready to commit to that kind of thing, send this over to them. Hopefully this is helpful. Yeah. So this is our experience and yeah. So we kick it off. Yeah. We think is one of the first like kind of core things Are that really helps make this work for people. Yeah. I, the first, the core thing, of, I mean, I think in marriage and relationships in general, um, this will apply to, but, um, definitely in, um, long distance is communication. Mm-hmm. So communication is key. Um, you just need to be open, communicate with each other. I also think there's so much to this, um, point, but I think first you need to kind of make time to communicate. So, you, you know, life is busy and, you know, when the other person 
may be closer, it's easier to just make time to hang out with each other, you know? So after I'm done with homework, you know, we'll go hang out or Mm -hmm. we'll grab coffee or, or whatever. Um, or we'll even study and do homework together. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you're long distance, those things you can't do and you have to make time to communicate with each other. So, it, it does kind of have to be this, you know, not sporadic thing. You have to say, okay, you know, this is kind of time in my schedule where I can commute, you know, where I can call you on the phone or I can video chat, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, um, with you and the other person has to do the same. So it kind of takes more planning when you're long distance to communicate than it would when. Yeah. It's difficult to coordinate those moments together or when you're close in proximity. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's great. I think it's, you know, one of the, uh, one of the things that makes like dating really fun, um, as you're like starting to get to know that other person, it's kind of those in between moments between like, you know, your block of studying or like even work, like being able to just meet up for a little while, like Mm -hmm. I said, for coffee or just those little things. That's where you're like really getting to know that other person Mm -hmm. kind of in the shared like moments of in between, you know, your hectic schedules and whatnot. So then when you're long distance, you don't have those opportunities and they don't present themselves in the same way, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean they're not there and you can't make them. Mm -hmm. So the opportunities just look different. And honestly, in many ways, Mm -hmm. um, the communication you do have can be a lot more intentional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say Which I think is something that was really cool for us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. I think I didn't love being long distance when we were long distance. Stop it. <laughs> I didn't like it really at all. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, cause I remember always like a lot of my friends would just have their boyfriends just come study with us or, you know, as a group mm-hmm. or they would just go study together. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I want to have my boyfriend study with me. I just like want him to be around, not even just to like, have this communication, but just to like be around, you know, mm-hmm. and that was something we could never really do. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I will say when you do make those times to communicate, it is more intentional. You do mm-hmm. get so much more out of your communication than what you would do if you were just studying with me, you know, yeah. right. we'd feel like, Oh, we're hanging out, but we really didn't communicate at all. You know? No, cause you're just, they're together doing something, but it's not like an intentional right. and having good, really, we didn't have a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do think it is you long distance isn't looked at as this great thing, right? That yeah. It's you never, never really want to do, but if you do have a long distance relationship, your communication is, if, if, if you're committed to, like communicating and committed to the relationship, then your communication is going to grow so much and it's going to help you so much with your marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. So that can lead us to another. Well, you kind of said it in the last one. Yeah. So I did. I kind of tied it in. Okay. So next up is commitment. So beyond communication, the next thing you really need to uh, have present in your relationship is a willingness and a commitment a willingness to be committed to uh, this journey together, this like kind of adventure, we'll call it. Um, 
you can't like really go into long distance dating or like any type of long distance relationship with anyone um, kind of like not really in it uh, because one foot in, yeah, one foot out. You really have to be pretty. But you shouldn't do that in any relationship. Shouldn't do that anyways. But long distance, you have to have yeah two feet in. It it requires so much more intentionality. It requires so much more communication. It requires a lot of these, you know, some of the things we're going to talk about later on. It requires all these things that are different ways, or that are different than like a, maybe a typical relationship where you just see the person every day. So if you are not committed to this person, if you don't think that they're worth it, then you're going to be really frustrated and really disappointed with, you know, maybe how your relationship ends up looking uh, as you kind of step into this like longer distance relationship. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like you have to be intentional and you have to communicate and those things aren't easy and they require something of you more than they would in other mm-hmm. situations. So mm-hmm. uh, if you don't think, I, I think this is always probably the case, mm-hmm. but if you don't think the person's worth it, I wouldn't go this route. No. Um, and, you know, probably if you don't think they're worth it, I probably wouldn't do yeah. it just and in general. see them but, as, yeah. Yeah, don't add but, this extra stress of. Yeah, and like, like you don't feel like they, like you don't see yourself marrying that person or yeah. potentially marrying that person, then yeah. just, you know, I would say then it's kind of yeah not worth it. So It won't be fun. No, like you, this isn't a date no. for fun type of no. uh, type of deal here. Because long distance, it yeah, it isn't. It takes so much more time to get to know that person, so mm-hmm. much more effort to get to know that person, mm-hmm. um, than just you know typical dating someone that's close around around you is. So definitely make sure you're committed to that person if mm-hmm. you want your long distance relationship to be successful. Yeah. Okay. So up next, mm-hmm. how, okay, so I'm just going to ask you like this. Yeah. How do you make time for the other person when you're in this type of relationship? Like what, what does making time for them look like? Because you can't go to the gym with them. Right. Or you can't go to a coffee shop just like on Tuesday night right. as easily. So what is yeah. it, how do you make time for the other person? I think that it's going to look different depending on how long, how far away you are, you know, okay. because say if you're across the country or if you're even in another country, you know, it's, your time together, it's not going to be just driving to go see them every weekend or driving to go mm-hmm. see them once a month or whatever it may be. Um, it's going to, it's going to be specific to each person and each relationship mm-hmm. and definitely specific to love language, I think is um, key mm-hmm. there too. But making time for each other, I mean, it can even be, I remember there were so many times where we would like make dinner, like I would make my own dinner Mm-hmm. in my apartment and then you would make dinner at your house and then we would sit and we would at that time I don't even know do people Skype anymore now people like FaceTime chat and Yo, yeah you wouldn't I Skype nobody but we uses that Skyped, you know <laughs> um, back then <laughs> but anyway way back then yeah um and and it was always like fuzzy you know at that time cuz video chat was kind of just starting out I feel like and oh. maybe it wasn't but it on our super old school computers. Yeah, it just, yeah. Didn't even wasn't. have an iPhone. We would freeze all the time. Uh-huh. Everybody, it was just constant. Um, but, which may be easier to have a long distance relationship now. I think it would be. technology is so much better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we would Skype and it, it was kind of cool. You know, I mean, it wasn't the best of having dinner together face to face. And my love language is quality time. So yeah. 
being in a love or being in a um, relationship where you don't get as much quality time, I think was super hard for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I just had to make the most of the time that we did have together. So I think that in realizing that quality time doesn't have to just be in the physical sense, you know, it can also just be talking with them over Skype or, um, Mm -hmm. and I think you kind of have to figure out whether that's what's best for you, whether you're fine with just talking on the phone or, you know, if you are wanting to video chat and you need to be in communication, like that's kind of how, like that's the first part. You need to be open and communicating like your needs. Cause I think with Seth, like you were, you were more fine with just like talking on the phone or something like you, like your love language is not like, I guess, physical quality time, but I think you were, you were fine. Like you got what you needed out of the relationship by just talking on the phone, but I needed to like see you. Yeah. So I need, I had to communicate that cause I would end up getting frustrated mm-hmm. if I hadn't like really seen you, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, or got to see you. So mm-hmm. I think that making time for each other, it can look different, definitely, um, specific to each relationship, but that was something that, I think we did a lot where we would just like make dinner and sit down and, and mm-hmm. uh, Skype and talk about our day. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't do it every day, but, um, yeah. Or we would get a, you know, a cup of coffee and, mm-hmm. you know, a and, cup of coffee. And video chat or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was like going to the coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just not as good, but it was, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In our rooms. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think that it just, you have to be intentional. Like we said before, you really have, to make time for each other and you have to communicate what that looks like and how much you want, how much time you want to have for each other each day, you know, Mm -hmm. like set aside that time. So yeah. anyway, so then what do you think the next tip would be? Um, I think, so we're going to continue building on this theme of like intentionality, which will just be an overall theme through every episode. Mm -hmm. But um, one big thing is that you really have to be intentional with what you do with that time when you do see each other. Mm-hmm. So like in the physical sense, like when you see each other, like when you're together. Yeah. Right. Well, there'll be two parts to the physical sense then. Well. But <laughs> <laughs> the first is like, okay, so you haven't like really been able to spend like this quality time just together, mm-hmm. whether that's even just like watching a movie together late Tuesday night, like mm-hmm. maybe you're getting together for, for the first time in three months, mm-hmm. right? It's like, what are you going to do with that time? And I'm sure if you're in this situation, you're like, well, we would do like these 95 things. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you would. And like, that's awesome because I think a huge, hugely important aspect of your relationship is going to be the times where you do see each other. You need to figure out like what you really need out of that relationship. So like, um, like you're going to want to enjoy meals together. You're going to want to like mm-hmm. do like shared activities because yeah. you kind of lose that when you're long distance. You don't have that really like yeah. shared activity piece. Like for example, like I love, I, I like I'm a weird person and I do enjoy going grocery shopping, mm-hmm. but I enjoy going grocery shopping with you. And I still do this, which I know you don't love going grocery shopping, but I love going grocery shopping <laughs> with like, you. Can we order this on the internet <laughs> yeah. and have it delivered? <laughs> no. Yeah. But I think that was something when you would come up and see me, I would always want to just go oh, grocery you would, shopping. You would save groceries until I got there. Something enjoyable yeah. that I enjoyed when we would do it together, mm-hmm. you know. Which, so. which I think was awesome. Yeah. And that was something where, like, that was, it was cool because that was, like, the day-to-day thing you wanted to do anyways. Right. And so 
I think the other side of this is it doesn't have to be like flashy dates. Right. Sometimes it's just like being able to feel like they're a part of your like normal yeah. life and seeing what your life mm-hmm. is normally. Like mm-hmm. going to the grocery store with her, I finally got to see like, you know, or actually mm-hmm. buy those crazy chips she was telling me she loves. Oh, yeah. You know, or like, and we bought like 18 bags of them. I feel like mm-hmm. the car was literally full of just chip bags. <laughs> but like being able to see those kind of things and just mm-hmm. be a part of those things and mm-hmm. that shared activity is super important. Yeah. And I think it has to go beyond just like, you know, you're supposed to have like some fancy date night. Yeah. But like, when I think if you do that every time you yeah. would see that person, then like when you're married, you're like, oh, like what do, what we, do, do? we do? Do we just go on like a fancy yeah, date go to every Chris. single day? You know? Every time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's sustainable. Expensive. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think like you really have to place emphasis on that. And I think it really is like a good thing. Like you'll come out um, feeling closer to the other person. If you're like intentional about like planning time, like planning, like maybe more like dates, but then also like just like planning time to do like shared activities, like, like grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. As simple as that is, like that mm-hmm. can be a lot of fun if you never get to spend time with that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be great. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. A, yeah, I don't know. Grocery shopping was like a thing we did. Yeah, or just going on walks. We went on yeah, walks so many walks. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were poor. I was in grad school. You just started like one of your first jobs, and mm-hmm. it made no money. We uh, yeah, yeah. So we went on a lot of walks. <laughs> yeah. So walks are free. A lot of free stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah, and I mean, obviously, travel is expensive. Uh, yeah. can be and it could be time consuming and things so you also have to factor in like you know what you uh what you can do to uh make up for the difference in expenses there yeah so maybe not Ruth chris every single time you see each other right i don't know yeah but i think then the next thing too right um so like you aren't with this person for a for a longer than like a day period of time right that would be the long distance part mm-hmm so you build up this like anticipation, like you can't wait to see them, mm-hmm. uh, can't wait to like give them a hug, can't wait to hold their hand, can't wait to mm-hmm. give them a kiss, whatever. Um, but like a, I think this presents a huge opportunity um, for issues of purity to come up. So mm-hmm. I think you really have to take it seriously that like your time, uh, the time before you see the person need it like obviously be practicing purity with your thoughts but mm-hmm. then also when you're there just know that there's gonna be probably an increased challenge like mm-hmm. that you wouldn't face normally because you see the person every day mm-hmm. like you're gonna Especially have if you're love languages, physical touch. yeah yeah if you're loving just physical touch that's gonna make it even harder mm-hmm. um so yeah you're like you're building up this anticipation to, to like express your love for this person but uh it puts you at serious risk for like really crossing some boundaries. Mm-hmm. So obviously if you want to hear some stuff about boundaries, we've got an episode on that. Mm-hmm. You can flash back to that. But um, like if you have established boundaries and if you don't, you need to do that right now. If you already do, mm-hmm. then like a good thing to remember is like here's what our boundaries are. Mm-hmm. Think about that maybe before you see them because mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you stay committed to that and stay true to your word and mm-hmm. what you've like kind of set out uh, to – I kind of set out as your boundaries for your relationship. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Purity is like a really tough one. And then I think even in the like little details of like, um, you know, if you're staying for like the weekend, mm-hmm. um, like how are you handling, mm-hmm. you know, where you're staying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a lot of little details like that um, that come up and you have to take those things seriously because I think a lot of times what ends up happening is 
really like consider the risk and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like nothing bad will happen this time with you, whatever. Right. Like, right. you know, we don't have boundaries. Nothing bad's happened yet. Nothing bad will happen in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the problem is because we're not aware of those things mm-hmm. and we choose not to really think about them, uh, it presents the opportunity for those things to become like real issues in the future. So I think it's important to keep those things top of mind. That way you can stay committed to your boundaries, stay committed to what you believe God's called you to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and then really just practice those hard things. Um, and I think always, always going off this, it's difficult because it's worth it. And you, you're never going to get better at, like, hard things unless you do hard things, right? So God's called us to live a higher standard. You're not going to be able to live at that higher standard unless you do the hard work of living that higher standard. Mm -hmm. So I think it's always important to like continually remind ourselves that like the efforts that we put in to remain pure in our relationship is going to pay off because it makes us stronger. It Mm -hmm. helps us keep our word, which Mm -hmm. is what you give the other person when you get married, you give them your word that you'll be there for them forever. Mm -hmm. So it's like these things, like it's, they kind of compound the better you get at them, the better things will be in the future. So I don't know, just a small side tangent. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Okay. So, when you're dating long distance, mm-hmm. you feel like you really have to give up much? Yes, definitely. <laughs> I think that you have to, which I, I feel like when we dated long distance, gosh, we dated long distance for about three, four years. Almost four years. Yeah, going on four. So, um, when I was an undergrad, I didn't feel like it was as hard to, and we weren't as far away either. No, but it was much easier for me to drop in and yeah, yeah, do yeah. the weekend stuff. I, but I think it was easier because you know my schedule was more free and everything. But then when I was in grad school, my schedule was insane. I was like the most stressed out I've ever been. Yeah. <laughs> in um, probably my whole life. Um, (laughs) but I was super stressed out. It was, it was extremely a hard time in general, just to make time for anything else. Um, I remember even on orientation in grad school, they said, um, school comes first, everything else is put to the side, you know? And I was like, Mm -hmm. no way, you know? Yeah. As much Um, as you want to resist that. Yeah. But it's really, it's really, it is really difficult. Um, because it does require a lot of your time. Mm-hmm. So just any relationship does. And then to put a long distance on top of it, that requires a lot of time. Because when Seth, he would come up a lot of times instead of me driving several hours to go see him. He, um, he, you know, you sacrificed your time to drive up to see me so I could spend those, that time, those hours that you were driving studying. So then when he would get there, you know, I'd be able to be free um, mm-hmm. for a few hours and then you would go with me to go study in the mm-hmm. library. But I think that if you really do want long distance and you are committed to this person, then you are willing to sacrifice your time, sacrifice spending, you know, maybe not like putting your relationship before your friends or anything, but, you know, kind of sacrificing some time that maybe you would spend with your friends on that relationship, you know, in trying to create a balance, yeah. but it just, it does require, it does require sacrifice because typically it takes more time. Um, and you have to be more intentional when you are dating long distance. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So long distance dating is pretty negative. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea to commonly bring up the fact that you're not happy with the distance in your relationship. Um, no. You don't think that's speaking from uh, my mistakes. <laughs> uh, learning from my mistakes. I'd say no. I talked about the distance way too much. I would talk about how it was frustrating and and how I was unhappy with it and how I wish that you lived closer and all of these things. And though when I would talk about that, you know, or when we would discuss the distance, it was never helpful. Hmm. You know, it just we were it just kind of made it more real. You know, like we already know it's there. Yeah. There's distance, you know. You can mention it briefly, but just to kind of Yeah, like oh this sucks. But yeah, to dwell on it almost to dwell on it, then mm. that's not that's not helpful. You no. know? No. So um which to build off that. I think that's a great experience because any like all relationships will go through some sort of struggle, right? Mm-hmm. So and I'm not even trying to compare long distance dating to any of the struggles that relationships can face later on because mm-hmm. we've had plenty and none of them compare in the least bit to like the easiness of dating long distance. Yeah. yeah. It just kind of gets harder. It, yeah, everything yeah. else gets harder, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> but I think something that we learned through that time, though, is that, man, there's always going to be these, like, difficult challenges that a relationship has. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're not going to be, like, an issue between Allie or I, but they're going to be something that affects both of us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just think of there's an unlimited list of negative things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all these things can be struggles. So I feel like when you focus on the negative and the bad things that are like really impacting your relationship, whether that be something that really matters to you, like long distance dating, or whether that be something that's a lot more, um, like a lot different and extremely serious. Mm-hmm. Um, like the more you dwell on those negative things, I think it just creates like further hardship in the relationship because there's unmet needs there. There's unmet wants, there's mm-hmm. struggles, there's, you know, there's like these things that you can't like just solve just like tonight. Like, mm-hmm. And I think for guys too, it's really difficult because guys mm-hmm. just want to like kind of fix things. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, it's not always easy. It's not always mm-hmm. quick. So yeah, I think it kind of teaches you, taught us like, like we're always going to have these things. It may not always be like something like long distance dating, but it could be like, I don't know, what would be a good example? I have no idea. Something negative. We'll just go with that, right? <laughs> but just like, I don't know, something really difficult we're working through. Well, then uh, something that's not going to be helpful is one of us constantly dwelling on that and bringing mm-hmm. it up to the other person. Mm-hmm. It's not encouraging. It's not uplifting. It doesn't make your relationship operate easier. So I think uh, all that said, uh, long distance dating is a great opportunity to learn that, hey, you're doing something hard. Be doing it together. Mm-hmm. Don't focus on the hard things. Focus on the good things. Good point. So, Very yeah. Good. That was long, but. <laughs> no, I think it's a great point. Cool. Okay. Um, What's one more thing you shouldn't do? I say the last thing is, <laughs> which I'll speak from experience to, um, on what we learn not to do, I think. Um, 
is not talking about marriage as the way to solve the distance, right? Because, you know, you're just like looking to the future and I don't know, you can speak for the guys, but girls are always looking like planning, you know, mm-hmm. future planning. You know, you talk to a guy and you're always like, can I marry this guy? You know, that's like the first thing you think of if you're a single girl and um, you haven't, you don't even know it, you know, you're like, Oh, I wonder if I could marry him. Um, but it's, Bella's, what a, what a, like, just a deep dive into the female mind. I'm so glad we got to hear that. So, but Guys, I want you to think about this. Every time you meet a new girl, she's think, I bet she's thinking right now she wants to marry me. <laughs> Maybe not, but I know a majority. So, anyway, um, but I think try not to just think, okay, once we're married, the distance will be done. Once we're married, the distance will be done. And it's instead of, and so it's almost like you're rushing marriage, you know, and yeah, you're just seeing that as like marriage is the finish line Yeah, for this fairly like, like, yeah, small challenge. Yeah. 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 Cause you know, once you're married comes more and more and more challenges. Yeah. You can't always be like, well, Um, you know, what do we do to solve this one because now we're married uh, like what's yeah, yeah. so it's really not like a healthy practice to focus on no. like marriage isn't going to in this case marriage can solve distance yeah marriage will not solve communication issues no marriage will not solve purity issues yeah. marriage will not solve intentional commitment. like commitment issues it will not help you be more intentional right it won't make any of the other things better Right. It will just be now that you live with each other and I get to see each other every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're super yeah. negative, probably going to annoy the other person every yeah. day. And I but. mean, I definitely think, I mean, you know, it's something, it's in, it's fine to just talk about. Like, obviously, it's if you guys are planning on marriage, yeah. if you are engaged, like, it is exciting to talk about marriage mm-hmm. and being together and not having that distance anymore. You know, I think... When we got married, we had only spent like three months together, like in close proximity, like that our whole relationship had been long distance. And so we were super excited just to be married because it was something we never had before, you know, just to be close and to have that every day. So it is something to be excited for and and, and to talk about that you're excited, but do not just constantly like dwell on it as the as the way to end the distance so yeah 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 i think it's good i think a lot of times too uh you'll get this in other parts of your relationship right and so like i don't know you might think in the future maybe after you're married like oh like having a kid will bring me this satisfaction Mm -hmm. or put me in this place where i feel this certain way yeah honestly even like small like uh, graduating college, like you go into college thinking you're going to get this thing from it. And when you mm-hmm. graduate, I don't know that everyone really feels mm-hmm. the same thing they hoped they feel when they went in. Right. Mm-hmm. Perfect example of maybe marriage, uh, as like the finish line to long distance dating, like you'll get there, mm-hmm. but like it'll quickly wear off and you're going to be right back kind of maybe where you were. Right? right. Like if you were struggling with these other things, they're just going to come back. It doesn't right. solve them. Right. Just like later on, maybe, uh, you know, maybe there's some other struggles, like maybe you're really struggling with your job and you're really like, Hey, you know what? Maybe instead I'd like to be like a stay at home mom or you're really like struggling, like 
just with your job currently and you want a new job, like you're, mm-hmm. you're making the finish line something uh, to really distract you from like mm-hmm. uh, taking your, like being thankful for what you presently have. So, yeah. I don't and know. I mean, marriage re- reveals all your sin issues, you know? And so. Uh, without question. <laughs> regardless, <laughs> even if you've got your commitment down, your communication down, all of those things. Well, let's just say if you feel like so, you got your stuff together. Yeah. Marriage will reveal, reveal ev- all of yeah. it. What if God intended marriage to make us more holy, not happy? 